From the Ron McKeefery Podcast Network, I'm Isaiah Castilleja, and this is Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. In this episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0, Coach Caulfield talks to us about the importance of learning to delegate early and often in your career, how tactical and high school strength conditioning is going to impact the current industry's landscape, and why, regardless of your position on the strength staff, you should always do your best, work hard, and pay attention to the details. All this on another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Being a strength coach is difficult. And someone once said on our podcast, we pour so much into helping our athletes become better, but we forget who's pouring back into us to help us become better. Without a healthy mind, coaching on the floor, programming, and maintaining the juggling act that we call life can be difficult. The good news is the therapists at BetterHelp are here to help you. Therapy can be whatever we want it to be. Maybe you need the tools to help you keep motivated, or maybe you're feeling burnt out from long days in the weight room, or you just need someone to talk to. BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist at a time that works for you. We have a very busy schedule as a strength coach, and the last thing we need to do is be driving to an office and sitting in a waiting room. Simply log into your account and message or speak to your therapist from anywhere at a time that works for you. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. BetterHelp also assesses your needs and will match you with one of over 20,000 therapists in their network. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself and make your mind your best asset. We train to keep our bodies strong and resilient. Now it's time to invest in our mental health too. And as a special offer to Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 listeners, you can get 10% off your month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash chalk. That's betterhelp.com slash C-H-A-L-K. And thanks again for BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. If you're a strength coach or trainer and tired of using Excel, then you need to check out Team Builder. You already know who they are. Team Builder is the online strength conditioning software for strength coaches and personal trainers. No matter what your setting is or how many athletes you're training, you can log into Team Builder and write programs, build questionnaires, and access athlete and client performance data. Go completely paperless and program through Team Builder's TV mode, their weight review function, or the mobile app that comes free with every subscription. Start your 14-day trial for free today by using the promo code CHALK, that's promo code C-H-A-L-K, to become part of the hashtag Team Builder Nation alongside with six NCAA national champions, three NCAA runner-ups, Super Bowl champions, and many other championship teams. With affordable subscriptions for personal trainers to personal organizations and professional organizations, everything in between, Team Builder is a company that puts the customer first. If you're still not convinced, schedule a 30-minute demo with Team Builder Expert on teambuilder.com and see what they could offer you. Hewitt and the staff at Team Builder are standout individuals and their product is phenomenal. Check them out. 
Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. Today, I'm joined by Coach Scott Caulfield. He is currently the Director of Strength Conditioning at Norwich University. Prior to this, he was a Director of Strength Conditioning at Colorado College, and he's also had stops at the NSCA headquarters and Dartmouth College. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Jack. Hey, thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. <laughs> Excited. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, thanks for being on here. And this was a question that comes up a lot, especially with my younger, like my interns and stuff. Why do we have two dueling certifications if we're trying as a profession to become, I don't know, I mean, more legitimate? I know we are legit and we are making strides, but what's with the, the, the dueling certs? Right, right. Yeah, I know that is frustrating. It's it's always been frustrating. I mean, you know, it came up. I mean, Boyd helped them start the CSCCA, you know, back in the day, like he, he was, he was disenfranchised with the NSCA as well. It wasn't just like a few people. So like, you know, he was one of the founding members of that organization. So I think, you know, it happened because it needed to happen at that time. And, and, and now, you know, the NSCA serves a lot of different, uh, you know, constituents, like you said, groups, right. They have, personal trainers and now tactical, you know, is so huge and growing so fast and just seems to be everywhere. Um, uh, personal trainers, the whole nine yards. So I think, you know, because the NSCA is so diversified is, is, you know, why they're going to continue to try and be diversified. And, and you know, yeah, I, I can see both sides of the thing, right? I've heard people say, well, I only like to go to CSCCA because that's just strength coaches. And I, totally get that. I like going to NSCA national conference because it's a mixture of everybody. Like I, I personally love the, the fact that it's made up of all different people in all different areas of the profession that kind of have different overlapping specific areas. Um, so I think, you know, I don't know that there's a solution to that until, you know, we know that like 2030 with accreditation for the NSCA is coming down the road. And, you know, that was, seems like that's kind of a, one of the steps in the ladder toward licensure was like something like that to happen. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure the CSCCA only requires an exercise science related undergrad degree as well um again with the you know with nsca pursuing the accreditation thing uh some sort of internship requirement is going to be required now as part of that that'll be part of that accreditation stuff so i think i think it's going in the right direction and i don't know where that you know i don't i i would love to say that you and i are going to see it in our career uh you know where this ends up but i don't i don't know that that's a reality it might not actually <laughs> yeah no i i completely understand and and, and it makes sense and I, i've heard both sides of that as well on the cscca national conference versus nsca conference and i think and you're right it just comes down whatever you prefer and whatever you're willing to learn from but um what's one thing that you saw your time working at the NSCA to where you are now on the direction of our industry. I know we've made big strides to 
we are a lot more schools like D3 has a very qualified, highly sought after strength coach. Now I've been making my name at a D2 level. So like the, the smaller schools are getting more qualified coaches and there's more jobs opening up. But is there like any trends that you're seeing through your time in the industry or anything that you'd say like the keep an eye on this? Yeah, I mean, I think the aware, like the awareness of strength and conditioning being a, a real profession, you know, is greater than it ever was. And social media both helps and hurts with that, right? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Really good, the bad and the ugly, literally. Um, well, you know, I mean, I think people keep saying it. You know, high school is a huge, huge area. I've, you know, the amount of like. Um, you know, strength coaches from division one that I've seen going to high school, right. is pretty good. I can, you know, I probably could count a more than a half dozen people or, you know, close to a dozen that are probably doing that. I think, like I said, though, tactical is where I keep kind of going back to. And I, you know, I, I saw a post from that someone threw up in the college coaches SIG on Facebook about, you know, we're hiring 70 coaches and it's big army stuff. It's not just special forces anymore. You know, that's just the army. Like there's three other branches that are still, you know, probably going to be doing the same thing. So uh, I think that's going to make the collegiate world have to have to make some adjustments right like you know the and and it was great i love the guy i i don't know what the guy saved the guy's picture that he posted in the sig though because he was basically like he was pumping up the fact that they had good hours and didn't work weekends right and like and got paid halfway decent so i think that there's going to be a a pretty big reckoning at some point when uh you know the military and high schools are are you know, getting a lot of people to go to their areas. Um, and, and again, maybe it won't be across the board, you know, it's going to be certain colleges that are in tune with what we do. I mean, there's always going to be, um, outliers. So I think some places will probably still be the same way they've been. And like this place is just now having this epiphany in 2021, almost 22, you know, of what, uh, what, how they should, you know, handle strength and conditioning program and facilities and staff. So, you know, it's going to take time in, in certain areas. And I've always joked and people from New England might get this analogy that Vermont, you know, or in certain areas, New England are kind of behind the times anyway. So we're kind of like, five. you find out stuff here five to 10 years later, or it, it like kind of catches up. So like I've, I used to joke about that 20 years ago when I lived here. And, and so it's, it's still pretty true, but <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's, you know, and I think that's a, a good thing that, and I, I've talked to a few of the strength coaches that are working at the army with the health of holistic and health and fitness and all that stuff. And I think it's, it's great that they're seeing a return on investment on having like high qualified individuals hopping out with all soldiers or all airmen or all sailors. So they could all um, see the benefit of, you know, if you keep your, your personnel like in shape and, taking care of their bodies. It's it, there's the benefits for both performance and money wise uh, for taking care of the, the whole group now. And, and you've like, you, you're, I mean, basically a celebrity in, in the strength and conditioning community. I mean, you have thousands of followers and everything. So I'm sure. And also working at the NSCA, you've fielded a lot of, all right, here's what 
strength coaches need to do, or here's what the, here's what the NSA should do to help us. But what's one thing you'd say to us about like, Hey, here's one thing that you can do to help our profession move forward versus just always asking it of us like or of the you. Yeah. I mean, I think, cause I'm on the NSCA nomination committee now, so I get to see kind of a side that I never saw before. It's been really cool. Like being on that committee, I, I realized that at the national conference when we have our meeting, I'm getting to see, cause I get to see like results of the elections and, and that's very secret. I don't, I can't share it with anybody and stuff, but like, I'm seeing a side of it as a member that I never even knew of when I worked there, you know? And like, so I just think that there's still, still a, a lack of involvement, you know, and, and you know, Ron McKeefrey always said it too. And in Brian Mann, like, don't complain about it if you're not willing to get involved. And, and again, one of my big mentors always just say, we, we don't like problem solvers. We like, pro, we don't like problem pointer outers. We like problem solvers, you know? And, and that's where I keep going back to. And, and I see these, you know, we, again, we're looking for board of director right now and nomination committee uh, applicants. So if you're listening to this, there's no, you know, we've been trying to get some people to apply for the nomination committee so far. Uh, I don't, I don't, we, as of today, we didn't have anybody apply yet. So it's like, all right, well, come on, man. I, I know you're busy and I'm busier than I've ever been. And I've felt I've felt busier than I've ever been. And I'm still doing all these other things on the side. So I think if it means enough to you, if you're that frustrated or whatever about changing things, then, you know, I think you need to try and do something about it. And and I'm happy to chat more at, uh, with people about how to get involved. And I think the NSCA is being much more upfront and trying to recruit new and new and different people and, and really make a, you know, a push to like, Hey, get involved. We, we want you to, you know, I, I was lucky to kind of have people take me under the wing, under their wing when I first was just getting into strength conditioning, kind of tell me to come, you know, Hey, come, come along with us after the conference, or we're going to eat dinner or we're going to drinks or whatever. But they were also telling me, okay, you need to do this. Like this is a committee that you could be on. And, and now I'm finding myself doing that with a lot of people too, is like, Hey, Hey, look, this is a committee you should have your eye on. And this is a good starting, you know, you should get on the advisory board because then you can be a state director. And then after your state director, you become a regional director. And now the, you know, the pathway is rolling and, and there's a lot of opportunity. So I just like, I would love to say, get involved. It's one of the few organizations, if you think about it, there's not a ton of organizations that you can just get involved with, you know, as a member. So I think that's a big benefit too. I think that's uh, some great advice, you know, get involved and, and apply. I, I see those positions go up and, and I know a lot of people are like, like you said, I'm busy, but so are you. And we're all capable individuals. Um, you know, you've been a director of strength and conditioning for some time. What is some advice you'd give to a first time director? Like that, that person has been an assistant for a while and then they step into the captain's chair. What's some advice you'd give to that person? Uh, I think you got to be, you got to learn to delegate soon as, you know, early and often it's hard to give up the reins a lot of times, but um, you got to have faith in the people that you work with and you got to, you got to give people opportunities to lead, you know, for lack of a better 
um, word. So, you know, it's, it's probably going to be fine if you don't do everything. Right. And I've had that. I've, I used to think that, that the probably, you know, that the world was going to stop spinning if I didn't coach whatever team or whatever it might be. So, you know, just being able to delegate, especially other things like, and I don't, I'm not thinking of a good specific example, but things that really don't need your attention. You know, there's certain areas that you do not need to have to worry about and that you can give uh, some other people and even interns and stuff like that, like start giving other people some responsibility and see how it goes, you know? Um, and then my other favorite one is I'd just say it's always easier to get forgiveness than permission. So if you <laughs> when in doubt as a director, sometimes you just got to make the call and run with it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I agree entirely with that. And I think it's, yeah, delegation is, is a tough thing to learn, but it's essential or else you're going to just lose yourself and, in, in all of it. And it's, it's tough. Now, what, what's and, and you have quite a, a list of former interns and assistants that were under you and that gone on to do big and better things. And you're always helping out the young coach. What is one thing and advice you give to the younger coach? They're maybe just starting an internship or getting out of an internship and going into a GA or another internship. They're in the the the, the grind of what it is to establish yourself as a coach. What's some advice you give to those individuals? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, you need to kind of be the best where you are, right. We've heard that and there's a book about it and the, the Fred factor, any of those things, you know, that's another great book about just customer service and, um, you know, do the best job, no matter if you're the last intern that got hired in your class, uh, or if you're the low, you know, the GA with only one team, I mean, you do the absolute best, right. Lauren, Lauren Landau, you know, used to say, he said in the NSCA podcast that I did with him, one of our first episodes is still remember it. He's like, are you, are you the person that is going to pick up that piece of trash that was in the restroom on the floor, uh, you know, or wipe the, the excess water that was sitting on the sink top, uh, you know, or are you the one that walks by it? I think about that all the time when I walk by and pick up random stuff off the ground, I'm walking around campus or different things. And I'm like, huh, wonder how many people walked by this before I picked it up, you know, and like little things that no one's going to know about, but I, but you know, you know, and, and I think that again, it's like attention to detail in the weight room, right you know, with the reason everything has a place and, and, and we're teaching life lessons, hopefully. And like, you know, obviously at a military school, the attention to detail is an easier lesson to teach when they eat, sleep and drink it, you know, but like, Hey, when you're in the fleet or you're in the, in the real world, like people die when you don't pay attention to detail. Right. Now that's probably not going to happen in our weight room. Um, but if you have that level of attention to detail and attention to, small things, you're probably going to do a lot of other things really well, you know? So I just think there's so much carryover. And I think if you could just take that, I'm going to absolutely do the best that I can do with this, whatever it is, you know, with you everywhere you go, that you're setting yourself up for success. We'll be right back. Woodway is a company that has been designing and building treadmills and equipment for the long run since 1974. Each of the treadmills is designed with the revolutionary slat belt running surface, which is both lightweight and durable. It is specifically designed to absorb energy at the point of impact, eliminating harmful shock to joints and connective tissues. 
100% of the NFL, NBA, and MLB teams and 60% of NHL teams utilize Woodway products to optimize their training. Woodway's curved treadmill was released in 2009 and boasts a completely self-powered manual training experience that does not require any electricity. This unique piece of equipment allows athletes to run at any pace they choose and burn up to 30% more calories than the regular treadmill. Other unique offerings from Woodway include the Curve Trainer, Curve XL, Forefront, and Pro Treadmills. Each treadmill offers features that are fit for every athlete. The silent and energy efficient product from Woodway has resulted in 50% electricity savings for owners. If you're looking for equipment that is built to last and will improve and provide each of your athletes an experience like no other, check out Woodway today at woodway.com. I, I think that's great. That's always a good piece of advice and, and it's refreshing just to let, you know, and the younger coach, and I say younger in the profession, not maybe not age, because there's a whole bunch of people doing different ages, but I think it's always that kind of characters, you know, what, I mean, you're in a position where you hired people and you just brought on your full-time assistant, like, you know, that's what you're looking for. And this is coming from somebody that's hiring uh, coaches right now. I think I think that's great. Now, if you could pick up the phone and call Scott Caulfield from 20 years ago, what would you tell him? Uh, you know, uh, it's tough. It's tough to say. I've seen like so much different uh, kind of things and the way I don't know that I ever would have expected my career to go the way it's gone or do the things I've done. But, you know, I think I would just say kind of what I just said is like, do the best you can wherever you're at. You know, you, you've got two ears and one mouth to listen twice as much as you talk. Right. And old adage that we always hear and like, you know, don't be afraid to ask questions and, you know, no, no question is too dumb. Uh, you know, I think I love Cal Dietz always used to say, that, you know, if you're the, uh, smartest person in the room, you're probably in the wrong room, you know, and like, so, you know, just, it's a continual, I think for me, it's just still a continual search for being better and getting better and learning more. And so if you think you've got it all figured out and that, you know, everything you need to know, then you're probably again, also in the wrong place or the wrong profession. Um, Cause I think when you stop trying to learn more and improve, you know, that's when you just get stagnant or things change for you. It seems to me that people who are always out trying to get them, make themselves better for the benefit of their job and their athletes are the people that I gravitate towards too, you know, and see that I see doing what I would say is, is being successful. And I, maybe I see that differently, right? Like, like I think you taking the assistant job there is huge for, for the reasons you took it. And it makes so much sense, you know, and like me, um, come into a division three school, you know, from where I went and the things I've done and, and it, and it was a decision based on a lot of different things but at the end of the day, kind of, uh, the things we value and quality of life are, or what we value more than doing our job and our job is a job and it's great. You know, the fact that we love our job and probably don't actually consider it work very often, like makes it all worthwhile, but to have also created kind of a, a position where we 
feel comfortable that we can have a life like that and still have a job, right? Because most people hate their job. That's the reality. The more people I talk to, too, the more people I realize absolutely hate their job. Like, it's wild, right? When you think. Our, my butcher in Colorado I used to go to was like, he's like, you're one of those people. He's like, we heard about me and his wife. We heard about you. You it's called his wife over it. He's one of those people that likes his job. It was so funny. It made me crack up. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, it, it's all that I get that all the time too. And, you know, I know a lot of my friends and peers and, and family are probably make more money or have a little bit better hours, but you know, they, they hate their job or like my dad, he, has, he owns his own business, makes great money. But he's like, I hate my job. Every day I go in, I do not like being here. So he's he's always told me, just do what you love because it's going to be so much easier in the long run. So luckily, yeah, I'm 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 like you or like uh, other people in our profession. I'm like, hey, like this is what I li- like to do, and this is what we love to do, and it helps out. Um, and just a couple more questions, and I'll, I'm going to be cognizant of your time, but. Um, What's something that you got coming up? I know you uh, you're you just got to Norwich University, but what's something that you have in the next year that you're excited to implement or try out? Uh, I'm really hoping. I mean, I'm hoping to be playing in facilities sooner than later. Um, you know, that's probably the biggest thing that I'm hopeful for. But uh, I think we're going to get to I think before that, I'm probably going to get to kind of redesign some current spaces to try and make them more usable to, as we try to find some interim usable space. Um, and that's going to require a little bit of creativity and flexibility again without uh, big budgets. And, you know, there, I know there's plenty of people that have done that in a lot of places. So I'll be hitting up all my, uh, contacts for that one probably soon too. Um, I'm speaking at the NSCA North, uh, East regional conference in December. I'm pretty pumped about that. They've actually, when I was in Colorado, they had asked me a few times, uh, it's at the university of new England in Biddeford, Maine, uh, with Lindy Kelly, who's the regional director now. So she asked me again this year and I was finally able to do it because I'm back here. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Yeah. Awesome. No, that, that's great. That'd be uh, good to get you back on the speaking circuit there and get getting back in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah. That's another good one, man. If people don't know, I know, you know, getting, being coming, speaking publicly is a, is a, is a skill, but you know, that's an easy way to get CEUs. You know, I was just looking at my CEUs cause you know, we just renewed for the new renewal and it's, it's October. I'm already renewed for the whole three years because of how much stuff I did last year, this past this year, you know? So like, and, and a lot of it's speaking. So it's just like, low-hanging fruit <laughs> yeah absolutely and it's a great network opportunity i've been able to speak at the both the nsca colorado and the nsa north and south dakota and, and just going up there it's a good opportunity to meet other coaches like you and just uh build that network so that's great um so i love state and regional events I, 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 those are my favorite hands down yeah you get a good feel of everybody that has the same passion as you that's in your, in your backyard. And I think it's good connection building getting that. Now uh, what's the best way our listeners could find out what you got going on and tune into what Dr. Jack and Norwich cadets are up to. 
Yeah. Well, my coat, my private, my personal Instagram is not private, unfortunately, <laughs> is uh, at Coach Caulfield. So yeah, that's where, that's where Dr. Jack does most of his business. Uh, I did start a Norwich uh, Instagram, which has been great, Norwich SC. So uh, check us out there. You'll see uh, what more of the athletes in the weight room in that one. Um, it's been pretty good. So yeah, love to connect with people on social. It's been huge for me to connect with people and engage with people. Uh, even our athletes, you know, it's been a great way to connect with some of them and, and engage with them on a different level as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm on it more than I need to be. Unfortunately, I got to, you know, figure out that balance. That it's probably one thing I'm not good at yet, but, uh, I'll get there someday. <laughs> no, no, I know we appreciate it. It's good to see what you guys got going on and Norwich. And it's always good to tune in and see what other coaches are, are doing. So, I mean, I know I'm, I look forward to seeing that. So, and I'm sure other people do, but um, I want to say thank you for, you know, coming on the podcast. I know it's been a long time coming in and we were, we we're playing tag there for a while, but you know, you and I both had remember making moves and um, you know, you have a lot of great insight from your time, you know, in, in our profession. And I, it's greatly appreciated. I know a lot of coaches look up to you and, and know what's going on. So thanks for sharing some insight and we'll definitely have to reach out and get you back on here. Maybe we'll get um, house and, and coach McKeefrey on too. And, do a little round table and see what, you know, the profession's doing. Love it. Uh, thanks for having me again. Yeah. I'm glad we finally got it back, got it together and we were both traveling and running, shaking new jobs. So appreciate what you do and putting out all this info. It's awesome. So keep up the good work. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Have, you have a good one. All right. Thanks. The Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 podcast is brought to you by Play. Listen in on a conversation with Play's Global Director of Performance and Education, Coach Mike Buley. Coach Buley describes the vision of how Play will continue to be the company that will propel the innovation of the strength and conditioning profession forward. Well, after 22 years of, of coaching, I've learned that connection trumps communication and that it's not enough for coaches to know that you care. And I think you got to take that step step further. They need to experience that you care. And I've always been a coach that tried to be more tra uh, transformational than transactional. And so with that awareness in mind too, I always enjoyed working and learning and talking to other people and, and coaches and developing that camaraderie. I've always been, made myself available to the community because I remember how hard it was too to try to get a crack into this this profession. And, and uh, I promised myself if ever I was given a shot, I would never take advantage of that. I always allow myself to uh, help other people uh, chase their dreams in this profession. It's been very good to me. Play is a company that will help your strength conditioning program find solutions for all your needs. Review second best and check them out at play.us for more information. Thanks everyone for listening. Thank you to our great guests for taking the time to share their experiences. Thank you to Play and Team Builder for being great companies that help our profession. And most importantly, thank you, the listeners. Please find us on social media at Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. Find our show notes on wherever you listen to your podcast. Leave us a rating, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to say hi. It's great to hear from coaches from around the country. Talk to you all next week on another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0.